Okay, hello everyone. So we're back with another season of the No Shame in My Name podcast. You are now listening to episode 54. I'm your host, Juliana, and today we're joined by a special guest. Hello, everyone. My name is Hannah. Nice to be here. Thank you so much, Juliana. <laughs> hey, Hannah. No, thank you so much for agreeing to come on. It's a pleasure to have you. And um, Hannah, what, like, yeah, can you just tell us a bit more about yourself? Um, well, I just recently got married five months ago, which is woohoo. Ooh. Praise God. <laughs> Love wins in the midst of the pandemic. <laughs> And, um, yeah, just, I love, I love going to the beach whenever we can, because it's really, really hot in here. I'm not complaining. <laughs> and, um, I love reading. Hopefully one day follow your example and start my own podcast. Maybe we don't know. And, um, yeah, looking forward to serve the Lord wherever he takes us as a couple. Well, with that being said, I'm just going to launch into the first question, mm-hmm. which I ask all my guests, which is, um, what name are you bringing to the podcast today and why? So I'm bringing both my first name and middle name, Hannah and Sabria, because I think that my parents putting those names was so intentional, even though... When I was a kid, I struggled with them and the meaning. And um, yeah, I just grown to appreciate it, actually, and to be reminded of, of how God operates and works with his goodness. So, yeah. Could you just tell us generally, like, do you know the story um, behind your name? Why your parents named you those oh, yes. amazing names? Of course. Um, so basically, my parents got married a while ago. <laughs> Um, in 1990, and they've had a couple of years of, of struggling and trying to have children and and things like that. So they, my parents were really prayerful. They were really asking the Lord, Lord, give us a child, give us a child. And um, yeah, it was so encouraging. My mom got a dream that she would have a baby daughter. And this daughter was like talking to a group of people of different ages and, and things like that. So she grabbed a hold of that dream and and she was like, oh, I'm going to have a child, but she doesn't know when the child is coming. And so it was a lot of wrestling, you know, like like Hannah in the Bible and the book of Samuel as well, wrestling and praying and waiting. and, And it was a struggle and tough. So when they finally got me, praise God, three years later, after they got married, they they decided to to put Hannah as my name to remind them, I guess, of, of God's faithfulness in answering that prayer. For people who don't know the, the Hannah story, mm-hmm. the biblical story, can you like give us like a breakdown of, yeah, of what that was about? Yeah. So basically there's a, a, a book in the Bible called Samuel and there's a, a man who has in biblical times, two wives, and one of them is called Hannah. And this woman is barren, so she she can't have any children. And she looks at the other wife with, like, why can't I have children? And she pleads and cries to the Lord daily. And, and God 
after all those years of crying and waiting and struggling, he he opens her womb in such a miraculous way, and and through her, a big prophet, which is a who is a messenger from God, um, is is born, and his name is also beautiful, but. Of course, we're not going to talk about his name today. That's yeah. That's one of actually. That's one of my favorite um stories in the Bible. Really? Just, yeah, seeing how God answers that prayer. But it's amazing that your parents um could draw from yeah, that inspiration. I guess. Mm. When did you, when did they tell you about the meaning of your name? Like, was it something you grew up knowing? Yes, actually, I I did. I did grow up um, knowing the meaning. And I think it was kind of like a love hate in the beginning, because looking at the story of Hannah, it, it wasn't easy to wait. It wasn't easy to wrestle with the fact that she couldn't have children. You know, it wasn't easy to believe that there was a good God, but he wasn't giving her her greatest desire, you know. And so for me, I, I kind of liked the fact that God in the end shows himself um, faithful and provides, but the the struggling part, right? The, the waiting part as a child, I, <laughs> I, I didn't like it as much, you know? How has that waiting and struggling and wrestling, like, does it play any part in your, your journey? Um, it does, actually. Um, I have slowly grown to appreciate God's timing more and to trust that he has a reason why waiting for me is good. And yeah, I think it's, it's just this beautiful thing of knowing that whatever the outcome while you're waiting, God is still caring for you during that time. And it's kind of bittersweet, right? Because when we read the story of Hannah in the Bible, She's crying to the Lord. She is just, you know, just humbling herself. But at the same time, it's just so sweet because she can deepen that communion with him. You know, it's I think it's it's the beauty of that, of of the, that relationship, of that love growing in the midst of of waiting, in the midst of not knowing the answers, like just a little bit of story. I mean, we were waiting for us to get married last year and how things were with all this um, Mm -hmm. pandemic stuff, we, we had to wrestle a lot of times and like, Lord, you put us together, open this door, Lord, please provide for this wedding. Lord, you know, because so many plans didn't go as we, we expected. Like we were planning to go to Australia. We were planning to get married there. We were planning to, I haven't met my, my, parents-in-law and so it was just like so many so many um waiting and 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 crying and crying out to the lord and so being reminded of the story of hannah has been encouraging like what does it mean that god's grace is there you know god's favor is there in the wrestling so yeah it's it's painful in a sense, but it's it's also beautiful if if we see it in in a different perspective as well, you know, through through faith's eyes, I would say. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. I don't know if you mentioned it before, maybe I didn't hear, mm-hmm. but can you tell us what Hannah means? Yes, of course. So, um Hannah the name itself, it means God's 
favor or God has favored me. Um, also translated as Grace, which is also my mother's name. <laughs> and she likes that. Yeah, that's basically what it means. Um, in the context of Samuel, it means God has favored me with a child. So very fitting. Okay, yeah, cool. Very fitting with my mom's struggle as well, right? In receiving that answer to prayer. And then your second name, because in Spain, do, do you typically have like two first names or like two? Um, what is the name in situation? Not, not usually. No, I, it's not very common, actually. It's not anymore. It used to be in the past, like older generations, I would say. They would have, um, how do you call this? In Spanish, nombres compuestos. I don't know how to say that in English. Sorry, but they would they would usually have two names, one after the other, and then they would make like a combination of both so that they can say it in one go. But now oh, it's okay. it's not anymore like that. Like people prefer to have just a short name for their children if they can just say it at all at once. Then it's better, you know. Easy spellings, easy pronunciation just simplifying kids yeah. lives but um yeah i think it's more because of in the philippines where my parents are from it was very very common i think it still is putting two names for your children so yeah my parents decided to do that with my siblings and myself and is there history with the philippines and spain oh yes in I cannot tell you dates because I'm not very good at history. Probably my husband will would be able to tell you more. But basically, um, the Philippines was a former colony of 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 Spain for 300 years, something like that. So it used to be like Spanish used to be spoken in the Philippine Islands, and it was you know for the high class. They they even had. Uh, Spanish last names. Actually, both of my Sp my last names are Spanish, so that's that too. <laughs> and people ask me, "Are you are, are your family is your family Spanish or something like this?" And I'm like, "No," but there's that you know as as heritage. So it's very common both both in the Philippines and obviously in South America, right? Um, Spanish last names, Spanish names as well. Yeah, that's super interesting because I know, I, I think I've met a few like Filipino people and they have like Spanish <laughs> last names and I'm like, yeah. what's that all about? <laughs> yeah, that's funny, right? But yeah. Confuses people a bit. <laughs> okay, and so let's, let's speak a little bit about your... Um, your second name. How, how do you say it again? Sabria. Sabria. Yes, Sabria. Can you tell us, do you know the story behind um, this name? Yeah, um, actually it's, it's a bit shorter. Um, my parents used to, well, my dad used to be a, a professional tennis trainer in the Philippines. And he um, was employed by a, um, a wealthy sheikh from Saudi Arabia. And so this, mm -hmm. this man was really, really good to him. He was really an honorable and respectful man, like, like a really good, um, boss for my dad. And, and he, they had a good relationship as well. Um, despite having different faiths 
And so my dad told this man, in honor of you, I would, I would call my, my daughter or one of his children. Um, his, if I'm not wrong, his stepmother's name, um, which was Sabria. Mm. And in, and in Arabic, it means patience actually. Wow. Yeah. I love how it just blends with your first, with the meaning of your first name as well. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I think they, they put it like that for that reason too. Um, that is, yeah, that's super cool. Growing up, did, did you, when you introduced yourself, was it, you introduced yourself with your first name or with your first and your second name? No, just with the first one. But then obviously in, in school, people would be like, oh, what is this? Is this your second name? What does it mean? And stuff like that. And then obviously you have that opportunity to share a little bit more, right, of the background story. I think names are a powerful testimony just in general right? And obviously, um, my faith in God also gives me that perspective of how important names are for him. And that ability of humans of naming things, something that animals don't have, right? Um, I think it's so powerful. And it tells us something of the meaning of life, the purpose of life and the story of people, and how we should potentially leave that right that that life so i think that a name bears so much significance and also before the child is even born you can speak out so much life and so much blessing over the child i believe in in thinking and and praying through also choosing choosing that name right and actually now as i as we think ahead of of one day, hopefully becoming parents, we, we have some names picked out actually, just because we are fascinated by how can we communicate this truth? How can we communicate this, this, um, testimony in just one name? So I believe it's, it's really valuable. It's, it's something that as humans, we should, we should not just casually think of, you know. You said that so eloquently. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, oh, wow. And when you think of names that, um, you know, you and your husband would name your, your children, mm -hmm. where do you draw inspiration from? Well, yes, obviously through the word, but there's also some nice websites online with Hebrew names and um, different um, websites that you can look on names and, and their meanings as well. So it's been really handy to have that as well as a resource. Do you have a favorite? Do you personally have a favorite biblical name? Um, oh, I have to, if I had to choose, I would take ages, but there are actually, yeah, some favorite names. Samuel, one of them was, was really one of my favorites. When I was nine years old, actually, I always told myself when I am, a grown woman and I'm married, I'm going to have a child and I'm going to give him that name, you know, and things like that. Um, but yeah, probably it's not going to be, it's not going to happen. Um, because we, we want to be both, um, agreed with, with the names, obviously, but who knows, maybe it will be, and maybe it won't, but 
I would still want to choose one of the Old Testament ones. I would say I'm I'm more I'm more on the Old Testament side rather than the New Testament side <laughs> with names. Actually, finally, like you know how we've spoken about just the history of um, the Philippines mm-hmm. and Spain. Yes. Are there traditional like Filipino names? You know, names that when you look at them, they would be, um, yeah, you'd know that. Okay, that's a traditional Filipino name. Mm. You know, that's a bit hard because they've been, the Filipinos have been colonized by Spaniards and then a couple of centuries later, um, Americans. So I think the name heritage has been a bit lost in history. Mm. Um, Yeah, because it just became common, you know, to to pick up a Spanish name or to pick up an American name if there's such a thing. But um, yeah, that's basically what happened. So it's a bit hard to trace back, um, you know, that lineage. Oh, that's that's a Filipino name as such. I think this is probably like the final question. But um, yeah, I always ask my guests, like, what do you want the world to know about your name or names in general? And yeah, if you have any other stories about your name, feel free to share. Um, I guess the only thing that I would like to share is the fact that God has given us the ability to name. And I think that is so beautiful because you can be a storyteller with that. And yeah, it's just a beautiful testimony of, like you said before, right? The, the generations being reminded of who God is and what he does. And so yeah, I would just say names are valuable and and we should also grow to appreciate our names as well and, and know what it means and how can we live out the story behind it as well. I was going to ask you, I've, yeah, I've started to do this thing with my guests where I get, you know, you guys to teach us and me and yeah the people listening something new like language wise mm-hmm. but just something to do with your culture and where you're from mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just wondered if you can teach us like a little bit of Spanish maybe like basics I don't know how would you introduce yourself in Spain what's is there Spanish slang or like Spanish, Spanish cool words that people use? <laughs> cool words. Oh man, I'm so outdated out of that. Seriously. I feel like it changes constantly, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, because teenagers now speak so differently than how I used to talk when I was, when I was a teenager. So I just be like, oh, I don't know how to be cool anymore. Um, <laughs> I would just teach you basics. I think many of your many, yeah, yeah, many that's here, cool. um, hearers will, will appreciate it. Um, basically, you would just introduce yourself. Hola, me llamo Hanna. Como te llamas? So that's basically, hello, my name is Hanna. What's your name? Do you want to try? I'm sure you've had some Spanish at some point, right, in school? Yeah, do you know what? I can speak a little I can speak. You can? I can speak a little bit of Spanish. Oh, that's nice. Hey. So, hola, me llamo, me llamo Juliana. Oh, and you did that. Te thing. Hey, that's cool. 
<laughs> I love that. That's sweet. <laughs> or you can just say itu and you, you know, just to make it, uh, okay. make it shorter. Okay. 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 Yeah, we like short, sweet, shortening sweet. things here in Spain. <laughs> you said you said before you shorten your middle name. Yeah, but I don't think it works with mine. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried it. It's it doesn't work. No, um, no, because with Spanish names it does work. Like for example, we have a friend. His name is Juan Carlos, and he can just do Juanca. You know, just like. John, Car John yeah. Charles, yeah, yeah. yeah, and he can just do that. But with mine, it doesn't work. I'm afraid it doesn't. It would just sound funny or weird. <laughs> so, Hannah Sapp, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's so funny. Thank you so much, um, Hannah. I think, yeah, I think that's the end. Like, if you've got anything else to add, feel free. Um, nothing in particular but just want to thank you for this opportunity of sharing a little bit about my my name and and the story behind it was it's been really nice a delightful oh no, thank you so much it actually has been delightful that's a great word yes. because, <laughs> yeah i've just enjoyed listening to you um yeah speak about the meaning and yeah what it it's so powerful it's so simple but like so powerful mm. that thing of like patience and waiting and struggling and wrestling um with god and mm -hmm. his plans even when it's not even when it's painful like you said mm -hmm. yeah but yeah what an amazing testimony that you know your mum had this dream mm -hmm. and however many years later you know you're here to tell the story of that yes. Sweet. No, thank you. Muchos, de muchas gracias, oh, Hannah. Hey, yes, de nada. Ha sido un placer. It has been a pleasure. Gracias. <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> I'll, keep, I'll keep it to the basics. <laughs> Don't know. You said you're off socials at the moment, but yes. is there anything that you'd want the listeners to know about? Any events or I don't know, anything? No, at the moment I'm I'm just keeping it chill, just doing what I'm doing, which is work, work and serving the Lord and, and just being a married married woman. But maybe soon at some point I would start something, a project or something that would be fun. I actually have a blog mm -hmm. but I haven't been writing much, so there's no point in mentioning that, otherwise I have the pressure to write. <laughs> <laughs> no that's cool but what kind of stuff do you like writing about um just things about faith things about missions which we're really passionate about um serving the lord in different cultures um relationships healthy relationships i love that mm. topic a lot and just different things you know leadership and and emotional healthy health emotional health yeah, just those different things that I've been learning in my journey. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sweet, 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 sweet. But yeah, like I said, it's been a pleasure to have you, Hannah. And yeah, just going to end that there. Thank you. Take care. <laughs> Thank you for listening.
listening to the No Shame In My Name podcast. Until the next time, bye. to like share and follow our content we're on instagram at no shame in my name pods